0: Alright guys, welcome to the Water Boys Podcast. We're live from the House of Chew. Uh today we're gonna be previewing the Nick's and the Washington Wizards. Um Nick is dying currently from the hot pot still. Uh you holding up there, buddy?
1: I'm holding up pretty fine. It's only been you know an hour. We'll start off with the Washington Wizards.
0: Washington Wizards. All right, Nick, tell me a little bit of the, the Washington Wizards.
1: So, they lost John Wall midway through the season, I believe?
0: Correct. To a very serious injury.
1: To a funny incident at his house. He slipped down the stairs and he tore his Achilles, I believe. And he had bone spurs in his heel as well? Yikes.
0: Do you, you know what? I have a hard time believing some of these stories sometimes. I feel like like, you know... I remember Radmanovic. Who was it, Radmanovic? He went skiing, and he ended up breaking a leg. And I remember the Lakers were like, oh, he he tripped in his house, or it was something like that. But he tried to hide it, but then the truth came out. Um, yeah, I don't know if this John Wall story must be, if it's true or not. Um, sorry, what else were you saying about the It's Washington like Charles Masters?
1: Barkley. I don't know if you were old enough to remember this, but he had one game out, where he had an infection of the eye, but he was at a concert and he put on hand lotion and he rubbed it in his eye for some reason. I don't know why. And he burned the cornea of his eyes. So he missed one game of that regular season. (laughs) Seriously, I did not
0: know that story. Um, That's hilarious. That seems like such a Chuck thing to do
1: too. Um, Anyways, continue Nick with uh, your uh, breakdown of the Wizards. I, I think Chuck did that on purpose, to be honest. I don't know why he would r- r- rub his eyes with hand lotion right after he just applied it. I think Washington Wizards, I had them. They were 32 and 50 for the season. They had a few good, bright moments of the season. Of course, Bradley Beale's there. Then you got Thomas Bryant. You have Thomas Haransky. I didn't know he was older. You know, he's about 27 years old. Holy. He's that old. He's old. I thought he was younger than that. Well, I mean, 27 is
0: not old, but I mean, come on, in NBA years, I thought he was younger than that.
1: I thought he was younger. I thought he was 22. Damn. All right. You know, can keep going, Nick. So they ended the season at 32 and 50. They drafted Riri Hachimura. Hachimura. Hachimura, yes. The Japanese center, which I like the pick. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, you have Thomas Bryant in that position and you just gave him a thirty million dollar contract, I believe. Thirty million? Or forty-five I think it was thirty or forty-five million. Either way, it was a huge contract. And Thomas Bryant's 21 years old. And guess how old Riri is? Um, not sure. Twenty-one? Nineteen. Oh, damn. So What's the long-term plan for this duo here? Only the Wizards know, Nick.
0: Because I'm not sure what the hell they're trying to do.
1: Only the Wizards know. Do you even think they know what they're doing?
0: No, that's a reason why they're one of the worst teams in the NBA, right? That's true. And a uh, few things have gone their way. Uh, talking about the John Wall, tra- uh, John Wall injury. Uh, he's going to be out a while. And then... You have um, Bradley Beal. What are you going to do with Bradley Beal? Uh, I've heard rumors of where teams are thinking that they're going to package both of them, but that wouldn't make sense. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea where this team's going, Nick. Uh, Since since 2010, how many times have they made it to the playoffs, Nick?
1: Three times, or four, I believe. Three to four.
0: Yeah, and... uh, The furthest they made it all in all those times was to the second round.
1: Uh, They lost to Boston, I believe, and they lost the second round to Atlanta that 2015 season, I believe. Correct.
0: Um, in that time, they've had they've been having four draft lottery picks, uh, they had John Wall. Uh, I think it's Jan Jan Ves Ves
1: vesley I think it is Jan vesley I believe or something like that. Something. He's not even in the league anymore, so who cares? Exactly. uh Bradley Beal and Otto Porter.
0: Last year, the the lineup they used the most was Ariza, Beal, Bryant, Green, and Satoransky. Uh, they all played a total of three hundred fifty seven minutes and twenty six seconds and they were at a rate of minus 1 points. So again, not a not that great of a lineup. Uh 3 point shooting 26th in the league, rebounding they were 27th, blocks 23rd. Uh their defi- their defensive rating was 28th in the league. Uh their defensive efficiency field goal percentage was 29th. Defensive round, rebounding, they were 29th also. So uh, they were low in a lot of uh, defensive
1: uh, statistics. Uh, anything else you want to add in there, Nick? Not really. I don't think I can really add too much to this team. I think what do you do with Bradley Beal? That's the biggest question. I think with John Wall, you just got to wait a year, let him play a little bit, see his value then trade him off for the books. Even if he does come back badly, I, I just don't know what you can do with that John Wall contract. There's not much, and I don't. I wouldn't even think a, a buyout or the
0: extended. I don't, I don't know if they would want to do that. Um, That being said, they have the 12th hardest schedule in the league from the strength of schedule. Uh, first seven games are are pretty tough. Probably won't win till they face the Cavaliers, uh, the month of January is also going to be pretty tough for them. They're going to face ten playoff teams and two fringe playoff teams, with Chicago and Charlotte being the easiest ones they'll face. They haven't they haven't really improved uh, three point wise. I don't know that uh, any of their additions will help with it. Will help. Uh, they're going to have a lot of problems defending. Last year, their two best defensive players were probably Ta- uh, Satoransky and Ariza end up losing both of them. Uh, Rim protection, they were pretty bad too. Thomas Bryant, uh, he was, uh, when opponents went to the rim and he tried to contest a shot, they shot 62%. That is super high. But again, you can't blame him either because uh, perimeter defending, they really had nobody else. Um they also need to improve the rebounding. Apparently Thomas Bryant has been working really hard this season, uh, putting on some muscle. If that helps out in rebounding terms, I'm not sure. Uh, What else
1: can you add, Nick? There's not much to add. I mean, I saw Riri play a little bit at FIBA. He looked okay. I don't know if if he warranted a top 10 pick at all. I mean, they're a hard team to assess right now. I think they have either too many pieces on that team that need to be moved and too many young pieces that don't match up right now. I think I don't like their outlook for the future. I mean, their draft choice was pretty poor. I mean, why not draft a Cam Reddish? I believe the Hawks got him at 10. If you're going to move Bradley Beal, you might as well get that back up for that shooting guard position, but Wizards, I mean either them or the Knicks are the worst run franchise I've seen in a while. Uh, I mean there's a lot of teams vying for that
0: spot. Um that being said, what what's your prediction for this team, Nick?
1: I have them at twenty and sixty two and we forgot to mention one player on this team. He's five foot nine Used to play for the Celtics, got bounced around to the Lakers, Nuggets, Cavs, and he's coming off hip surgery, I believe, and a thumb surgery. Yeah, uh, it can't catch a break. Uh,
0: what is this, the second season? He's gonna end up missing the beginning of it, pretty much. Um, he was supposed to help him out at the point guard position. They really didn't. They really didn't have anyone else. So now. Everything's going to go through Bradley Beal, I feel. Um, and Bradley Beal may be dependent on quite a bit this season.
1: Uh, I don't think he's going to be a wizard come midseason. I think he's going to be gone. Yeah, exactly. And that's just going to make uh, the, this team's record worse.
0: Uh, that being said, I think I have them winning 22 games this year. Uh, let's see what uh, 538. 538. Uh, they have the system where they uh, project the team's win, wins and losses this year. Uh, they actually have them pretty high, Nick. They got them at 31 or 51.
1: I wouldn't trust 538 for the life of me.
0: I know. Uh, that's that, like trusting your jump shot to go in. <laughs> shut up. Uh, yeah, that's pretty high. I, I don't know how they came up with that number. But uh, definitely
1: not going to have that record. High like you when you shoot a jump shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Uh, you wanna go on to the Knicks now, Nick? Yeah, let's go on to the Knicks. But I'm serious, your jump shot. I don't know what, who, how, where, when you learned that thing, but that thing's atrocious. Atrocious like your ass. Um anyways, let's go on to the Knicks, Nick. What about the Knicks, Josh? Are we gonna break them down? Actually, the Knicks, I like their outlook a lot. I think they drafted well with RJ Barrett. But they spent $110 million on what position? The power forward position. The power forward position. They got quite a... So they yeah. got Markeith. I think it was Markeith or Marcus Morris, Julius Randle, Todd Gibson, and one more person. I forgot his name. But they also have a lot of talent, too. They got Dennis Smith Jr., Frank Nitta, N- Nitt... Nitta Nittaklina. Well... I don't know how to pronounce that one that one's a tongue twister they have mitchell robinson bobby portis oh yes that's the other person and they also have kevin knox yes kevin knox yes i mean they have a lot of players to choose from for next season i think they were surprisingly pretty good shooting last year interior defense and inside scoring because you have mitchell robinson But they can't defend anyone on the perimeter, and they don't have any chemistry, and they lack a true floor general. Correct, Nick. Um,
0: They, yeah, I don't know how they committed so much to the power forward position. Um, Apparently, they committed $57 million to that, which is good for 49.83% of their cap. That's insane. But that being said, they weren't... They weren't totally dumb as the most they gave out contracts were for two years, which doesn't tie them for a long time. I think only Randall got only Randall got uh, a bigger contract. Uh, I guess they have him uh, being a part of this team for a while. They want to use him quite a bit. Uh, that being said, they have a lot of young players that uh, could lead to something. So they're not in a terrible position, Nick. Uh they 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 still have cap flexibility for the next few years. I was surprised after not signing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving that they didn't do the typical next thing and sign the next the next best thing and not only sign them but
1: like give them huge ass contracts like they've usually done in the past. That's true. That's true. I think they've done a really good job this offseason. I think that the best team out of the worst teams, to be honest, out of all the The other four, I think they're the best one right now to be a playoff team in about two to three years, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Um, So this team's uh, most used
0: lineup last season was the lineup of Hardaway, Cantor, Knox, Moutier, and Vonley. They played a total of 166 minutes and 33 seconds. uh, And in that time, they were minus 15 points. So mm, even though that was the most they used, that was... They uh, got outscored. Uh, Stats-wise, field goal percentage, they were 30th in the league. Three-point field goal, they were 28th in the league. Assists, they were 30th in the league. Uh, points, they were 28th in the league. And their uh, eff- effect- efficient effective field goal percentage was 30th in the league. So they were in the bottom in quite a few statistics.
1: I mean, that's what happens when you have a young team... You're getting all the assets you can, and you got a coach that loves to play ISO players. Correct. Uh,
0: another big question for this team, Nick, is that uh, are they gonna go for? Are they gonna want to win right away? You play your. Uh, you play the guys that have been there already, or do you want to give your youngsters uh, the reps in order to improve? Uh, that's gonna determine. Uh, that's going to determine a lot you would hope they would go with their youngsters Mm -hmm. give them the spots in the starting lineup just so that they can get the reps improve it i mean i have it somewhere here where uh guys like mitchell robinson had a good season they they were he averaged 6.4 rebounds 2.4 blocks uh he got into that mood where that rookie mood where he was trying to block pretty much everything, even if that meant getting out of position on defense. So that hurt them quite a bit. Maybe he learns not to do that this season. Uh, at point guard, are you gonna? Who are you gonna play? They brought in pain who, uh, even though he's traveled a lot in the NBA, he he can he's actually a pretty decent uh, playmaker. Uh, are you gonna play him over over whoever whoever one of your po- young point guards you have on this team. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what they choose this season.
1: Uh, Anything else you want to add to this? I think they're in a good spot for this season. I think they'll be at better positions in the next two years. I don't know if missing out on Durant and Irving was the biggest deal, per se. I think... There are two big question marks in my eyes, especially Kevin Durant with coming off that Achilles injury, and Kyrie Irving. I don't know if he'll appear in the playoffs, or he'll disappear, or he'll lead a team, or he'll get disgruntled. I it's just too many question marks. Their talent is undeniable, but I don't I don't think it's worth the headache for the Knicks. I think with RJ Barrett, we've seen him lead the under seventeen team Canada. To a gold medal against the States and he, where he played most of his college competition I think Mitchell Robinson will do pretty well next year and also they'll have Dennis Smith Jr. out there too and Frank and they'll have a good mix of veterans to give them guidance
0: uh, pretty soon we're just going to be calling him Frankie since we really can't pronounce his last name uh, Frankie is coming off a good FIBA Um, he actually played pretty well defensively uh, against the States. He hit two clutch shots and he was uh, all over Kemba Walker. Apparently he's the reason why Kemba didn't have that great of a game. Uh, There's a lot of promise on this team. Uh, Their strength of schedule is 18th hardest in the league, which is not bad. Uh, They're going to have a tough uh, start to the season. Uh, They visit uh, the Spurs and Nets And then they have the home opener against the Celtics. So right off the bat, the first three games are hard. And not only that, 19 of their first 25 games are going to be against teams that made the playoffs. Uh, And they'll also have two tough road trips, one in December and one in January. But their road trips aren't that long either, so it's not too bad. Uh, The one in December, they're going to be facing Portland, Golden State, Sacramento, and Denver. And then the one in January, they'll have uh, an easy time with Phoenix, but then they have to face the Clippers and the Lakers,
1: and they end that road trip against the Jazz. Uh, Anything else you want to add, Nick? So all in all, they'll have a good mixture of hard and easy games. Yes. But these are the games you want for your rookies. You want them to learn. It's going to be trial by fire for sure, but they're going to learn. Fisdale, I don't know if he'll learn. But the team, as long as those veterans are there, they'll learn. That's true. Uh I have them at twenty-four and fifty-eight this year. I have them at twenty-five and fifty-seven. Twenty-five and fifty-seven. So pretty close. I mean the Knicks, I like their situation a lot. I think they'll be okay moving forward. Probably repeated myself like six times already, but RJ Barrett. He is the future of Canada.
0: He is. And I mean, he wants to show up too. Unlike someone who always ends up saying no, right? Uh, apparently there was a game where uh, he got left out of out because in, in the clutch. And he didn't like it. And ever since that, he hasn't come back to play for Team Canada. Uh, I think everyone knows who we're talking about. But if you don't, it's Andrew Wiggins. Uh, we could... Canada could have a really good team, but uh, he still refuses to show up. And this year they did, didn't do too well, but that's because pretty much everyone pulled out with injuries and stuff, and not because they wanted to get ready for the season. Uh, anything else you want to add to this, Nick?
1: I mean, these are the top five worst teams. There's not much we can go further on. I mean, they lack everything. Especially especially the Suns. Yeah, I know. Uh,
0: The the light at the end of the tunnel is very far away for these teams.
1: Um, Same can be said for your jump shot. Really, Nick? You're going to be bringing out my jump shot every time? Yes, because I don't know how you shoot that thing and it goes in, but it spins sideways.
0: Look... We'll get into this later, actually. I'm not going to trouble our listeners with this.
1: No, no. This is basketball. We're going to talk about basketball-related stuff. Maybe maybe, mainly NBA, but mostly basketball in general.
0: Well, we would prefer NBA. We don't want to listen about my... Oh, sorry. Almost swore there, guys. Almost. My crappy uh, jump shot. Okay?
1: That's why your name's Oshua, not Joshua, because you're missing a J. Guys, I've
0: been hearing that joke for the past three years. (sighs) Kind of getting bored of it. But uh, yeah, so you chose uh, who to be your worst team for this season?
1: I chose the Phoenix Suns.
0: Phoenix Suns, uh, they have a lot going against them, especially their schedule. Uh, I can see why you say them. I said the Hornets. I just don't don't see them having any offense at all. Uh, I don't know how that team's gonna function and even defensively they're not that great either but uh, all these teams they suck at both ends pretty much okay, let's shout
1: out some people uh you go first Nick gonna shout out to David and Helen for their wonderful weddings this summer. I'm proud, happy to be a part of their lives and then part of the weddings Poor guys. I don't know.
0: I feel sorry for you guys, but uh,
1: go ahead, Nick. That's something you'll never get to experience, Josh. But anyways, I'd like to shout out Trust the Process, too. <laughs> Trust the Process. <laughs> My Monday team. I love those guys. I think we had a tough finals. We tried our best, but... Hey, you made the finals.
0: Nothing to feel bad about, okay? Keep your head up, Nick. I know you'll
1: win next next season. Thanks for your encouragement, but that's not what I was really aiming for here, but yes. Um, Thanks to all the listeners, by the way. 118 plays, I think. Yeah, guys.
0: uh, Shout out to all you guys. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, It's a bit of a struggle with us. We're still trying to get uh, better at this. We will. We promise. Uh, Thanks for listening, and especially, I saw that we got a couple plays out in Maple Ridge, Nick. not gonna lie, shout out to those people because neither of us know who you are. So you took the time to listen to our podcast, hopefully, and I hope you liked it. Uh, anything else you want to add,
1: Nick? I don't know. I can't um I'm all for like the next five minutes like you do, okay?
0: Um uh <laughs> all right, guys. Uh that's the end for our five worst teams and the NBA next week we are gonna be talking about the five teams that are trending up so teams that aren't gonna make the or might make the playoffs might not make the playoffs but that have a bright future dallas yeah dallas is looking nice so uh thanks again guys for listening to our podcast and have a great day